There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Happy Monday, everybody. It is Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, I'm Alexis Thompson. Holly Roberts, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey. Uh, Jason Matheson is off today. He'll be back tomorrow. Colleen Lindstrom. Hey, friends. Hanging with us again this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today we celebrate you and we celebrate a lot of other things, right, Holly? Oh, yeah. Today is Free Trade Day, mm-hmm. Great Lakes Awareness Day. I'm aware. Holmes, Holmes, acronym. Yes. <laughs> yep. Here on Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, we have Iris Day, National Coconut Cream Pie Day. Yes. National Yum. Give Someone a Cupcake Day. I agree. National <laughs> Have a Coke Day. Mm, National right. Meeting Planners Appreciation Day. National Student Nurses Day, No Socks Day. Always, every day for me. Oh, that's right. That's a fun fact about Colleen. Yeah, foot prisons. Oh, foot prisons. Well, <laughs> cheers to Colleen being here and her lack of foot prisons. <laughs> yes. Your cheers. Toes are out. Cheers. <laughs> let's cheers. have that coffee. Oh, let's have a nice big sip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So- that's real good. So much happened over the weekend. The coronation. <laughs> yes. We have the MTV Movie and TV Awards. If anyone watched that. I, what? <laughs> do, I, do I have MTV? It was the Kentucky Derby. Yes. Actually, I did watch a little bit of it just because I was curious how they would do it without a host. And I have thoughts. We'll get to okay, that too I was going to say, Alexis, hour. there's really only a little bit of the Kentucky Derby. Oh, right. <laughs> Not the Kentucky Derby, but oh, the, the MTV the, Awards. Like, yeah, what? the Kentucky Derby. It yeah. goes by real fast. It's like Thanksgiving dinner. It did, right. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> did you win? Did you win? Oh, no. How did everybody do? No. 
Oh, yes. Lots of things going on this weekend. Good stuff here. Uh, a hotel manager did what? We'll talk about that in the 8 o'clock hour. Wait till you guys hear that story. Mm. We got Coronation, of course. Who was there? What happened? How did everybody sound? We have an update on the New Jersey pasta dump, which happened last week. Colleen, I don't know anything about the New Jersey oh, pasta dump, like but I am pounds. leaning in. We're dumped in a forest in New Jersey, and we now we know why, how that happens. Oh, good. So, Mystery solved. Yes. So many things. Uh, Saturday was a great event. A Breath of Hope is a mm. nonprofit that was started 15 years ago here, and all of, it was new to me. And so they did a royalty. It was like a women's wellness series. Oh, I love this. And, oh, Colleen, this is so up your alley. Right? Remember we used to do all the yes. women's wellness series here? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. And so it was at the American Swedish Institute. Oh, I love that space. It yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> uh, on the second... <laughs> on the second floor, there's like there's a uh, you know big big room to have host events and yeah. Let alone the actual oh, I just museum. did that again. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there were breakout sessions about nutrition and about oh um, stress management and things like that. Oh, but before cool. that, there was a program. I emceed it. It was just really a beautiful time together talking about cancer okay so this is the thing one of the things i love about this job that you are currently doing that i have done and now dabble in yeah is that you do get acquainted with these wonderful organizations that maybe you that are new to you yes and then you get an opportunity when you're emceeing to learn a lot about what they do yes. so what tell me like give me like a little elevator speech about like what is breath of hope okay so breath of hope it helps local patients who have been diagnosed with lung cancer and with transportation yeah. and they also are doing some research funding um so kind of what you hear about with breast cancer all the time right breast cancer gets so much more um, I guess maybe it, like this, front stage, like airplay, like it, we talk about it a lot more all the time. And, yeah. it, and it's also funded 10 times more yeah. because lung cancer has that stigma of it's a smoker's disease, mm-hmm. but which, it's not. Thank you. That's what I'm learning. Yes. A lot of times it was if you were exposed to asbestos as a child, mm-hmm. if you have radon in your home. And so um, it just. That kind of blew me away. And also a good reminder, you know, check your house for radon if yes. you haven't done that yet. Yeah, it's very easy to do. Yeah, just like a little sponge thing. Yeah, you put it in your house for a period of time, then you send it off, and then they test it. And then they have ways to, to remove it. To remove it. Yeah, so don't be afraid to do it. And it's not a difficult thing. It just requires you to remember to do it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So if you um, know someone or if you've been recently diagnosed, it, it's just a really wonderful so organization. Cool. And just to get the word out, you know, there is really something really powerful about getting a room. There was maybe 150, 200 women there. Uh, just like sisterhood. Yeah. You know, yeah. here we are. We're talking about th- this incredible thing but also you know we're sipping mimosas yeah and uh, you know we're wearing fascinators and just having a great what time. a great weekend to wear a fascinator right for all the things yeah right all you, the if things. you had a small hat this was your weekend yes. yeah you were living <laughs> small hats living large <laughs> yes. yes the fascinator makers of america that is their slogan yes small hats 
Living large. Living large. That's right. <laughs> Getting it done over the weekend. So a big thank you to A Breath of Hope. I Yeah, learned so much. And also this royalty. If you have a chance to go next year, it's really beautiful. So cool. I wonder if, I mean, how cool is that that they had that event, mm-hmm. did like a tea on the same weekend as Coronation? Was that planned or did that just sort of? You know, that's a great question. I, I'm not sure. I feel the like with the Derby too. I so. feel like you had to have that had to already be on the calendar. That was a happy accident. We all say thank you to King Charles for that. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And your little sausage hands, your little sausage <laughs> fingers, which have been okay. You guys blew my mind <laughs> the last time oh, you yeah, were here. We right. tickled you with the sausage fingers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pull back the curtain. We did that off air. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I can't what's on or off at these this point this but was off air this oh, was, was off air but yes. holly and i have d- discovered this i she told me about it when on air one time oh okay and i had to get acquainted with the sausage fingers <laughs> live and <laughs> this person once in a while you know so afterward we kept like texting each other well i i know i texted you some sausage fingers <laughs> and so i was like oh my gosh you guys were right. Yes. <laughs> and so every so often it will pop up. And I know we'll get to this at the top of the seven. Uh, Holly, those have been explained in some way. They have been explained. Okay. Tabloids. <laughs> sausage fingers explained. <laughs> yes. King Charles' sausage fingers have been explained because good old tabloids have reached out to a doctor <laughs> who, has, who has not treated the king. Who has not treated the king, uh, but, is willing, but, but is willing to give a quote on this. Good. And give some explanations. <laughs> we'll take Take it. It's low hanging fruit. It totally is. It's low dangling sausage. It's fine. I mean, I mean, look at this show. Come on. <laughs> laughing and leaking. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> laughing and leaking. We're going right. to tell you about sausage fingers. <laughs> that is what we do. And we will get to that at the top of the seven. Let's take a break. When we come back, Colleen comes in and says, I just got off the worst flight ever. And we'll talk about that next and why. Hey friends, Alexis for David and the team at First Equity. Conventional FHA, VA, first time home buyer. Lots of different loans available to you and First Equity, they can do it all. They're an independent mortgage broker so you get that attention that you need and deserve. This is a huge financial decision, might be the biggest one you make and you wanna make sure that you're making the right choice for you and your family and David and the team, they've worked in our market for 23 plus years. The other advantage is that they are not tied to a specific bank, so they can shop multiple lenders, which gives you as a buyer more options, better rates, and more opportunities for down payment assistance. So if you've been thinking about it, it's been that little nugget that's, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. The best thing, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, is to get pre-approved for a mortgage. You know how much you can afford and what's going to happen when. Or if it's your 50th, give them a call, 763-251-8000, or head to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword David. Happy Monday, everyone. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. Alexis, Holly, and Kelly Lindstrom with you this Yo! morning. Thanks for getting out. Well, actually, thanks for just getting off the plane and coming here. Wait, <laughs> yeah. no, listen, I had nothing to do with that. I would like to thank the pilots who got us safely home last night. Oh, yeah, you guys. quite a headline walking in. <laughs> Worst flight ever. 
So was it a red eye or what did no. you come in last night? Hey, now it's a red eye. <laughs> um, no, I came in last night. I was always going to come in late. You know, you got to get the cheapest flight. Yes. Amen to um, that. I was in Austin to celebrate my best friend's 40th birthday over the weekend. Austin, awesome. Texas. Beautiful. Loved it. So fun. First time there. Yeah. What'd you do that was the most memorable? Most um, fun? You know, honestly, like just the shopping on Congress Street is so fun. Ooh. Like we didn't. It was the oldest people trip ever. Oh. It was, and I mean that as a person who is so happy to finally be in this stage of life where I don't feel obligated to stay up past ten o'clock. Where yeah. like ten o'clock is actually the new two a.m. It's no. like oh yeah, right yeah. That you're... where you can be in comfy pants by eight. And DoorDash is your best friend. Like, yes. you know, it was one of those trips. Love so, it. So, yeah, no, it was, it's it's beautiful. Austin is a beautiful city. Um, the airplane ride home from Austin last night was not my favorite. It was one of those <laughs> things where, like, you have a feeling getting on the plane, like, well, hopefully that was the only weird thing that'll happen. And then it just keeps getting weird. Oh, no. Like what was weird one? Got, I've never seen this happen. A person got kicked off the flight before the flight left. Good. Thank God it was before the flight left. That would be a different story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, strap Whoopsies. on your parachute. Let's go. <laughs> Let's You're go. out of here. Go down um, the slide. No, this uh, person got invited to leave the aircraft. Wow. Uh, I believe due to intoxication. I couldn't tell. But it's funny because one of those things where like, I had seen this person in a bar on the way to the to get on the flight. And I put my eyeballs on this person and thought, whoa. They have overserved themselves, right? So then they tried to get on the flight and they were like, no. And she called the flight attendant a name. It was a whole thing. Then it was weird. It was just awkward and strange and uncomfortable. Of her later that she was on the flight. I was like, you know what? You made the right choice, gal. (laughs) You know, she recovered. She really is. She recovered somewhere in the airport, (laughs) maybe got on a better flight home. This flight, I. I am a dramatic when it comes to turbulence. So I had to like tell my husband this. I know I'm dramatic about turbulence. I know I am. And also, I have never been on a flight that was this turbulent. Oh my god. There was like oh. one brief window where they like were able to get some drinks out and I happened to be one of the lucky people and I knew then I was like I'm going to need something with a little something in it. Yeah. So I got a glass of what was I thinking? Red wine. <laughs> What? So then they have to like put the cart away again because we're bumping again. And I'm realizing like, this is not, this is not, I can't hold red wine. Oh my, did you chug it? Oh no, girl. I couldn't even do that. I couldn't find my mouth. It was like all over. (laughs) So I had that turbulent. Oh, it was terrible. Oh my gosh. Were people crying and weeping? Me. I don't know. I wasn't paying. I was literally, my best friend is sitting next to me. I've got my, my hand out in the aisle with the wine because it's sloshing everywhere. I'm holding her hand. I have the wine in the other hand. It's all, it looks like I murdered somebody. It's like just red wine all the way up my hand. And all I'm thinking in the moment is I can't hold her hand and my wine and get the barf bag. I've never felt sick like that. I don't get motion sick. It's like not a thing. But the thing about turbulence is you can't stop it. Mm -mm. There's nothing you can do about it. Nope. And you're like just praying to whoever you got. That you're going to make it through. We landed. I don't clap at landings. I was like, 
City ovation. You're doing like the Arsenio Hall arm I was, pump. I was like, the dog pound has landed. <laughs> then, all of a sudden, everybody's getting up and like, can't get off this flight fast enough. Oh, I And bet. all of a sudden, we hear this, bam. Somebody passed, like, not passed out, like, from alcohol. Like, passed out, fainted. Oh, my In gosh. the aisle. So then we had to get a medic. It was very dramatic. A medic had to come in. They had to get him. Off. It was really... I was like, get me away from all of this. Like, oh. the, something funky was going on last night. Oh, but I made it. I gosh. got home at like 1030 and I was like, nobody talked to me. Yeah. I have to get up at the butt crack. So good night. It's nice to see you all. Somebody else can check you. for gremlins yes. on the wing. Exactly. It's not going to be me. Yeah. I was like, deuces. Bye. It was a whole thing, you guys. So anyway. Oh, my. How long were you in Austin? Uh, just so we went out on Thursday. Okay. And, you know, okay. The It was beautiful there. The first couple days, it was a stark contrast from what we've been doing here. It was like hot and humid. It was like August. It was like going from whatever we were doing here, like mm. what, Aprilish? Yeah. Mm. It's winter three, month winter seven. Month, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like the extended winter forecast. Mm-hmm. And I like stepped off the plane and immediately it was like August in Minnesota, like oh. state fair, like humidity. humidity. Yeah. And I was like, ah, uh, wait a second. <laughs> but you get used to it kind of quickly and Thank you goodness. just are like, I just live in sweat now and it's fine. But Austin is beautiful. It's a really like hilly area of um of Texas. Yeah. And uh well I'm I don't know if we're gonna have time. I don't know if we want, if you want to hear it now, but we ended up deciding to take a total fun side trip because Austin is only an hour and a half away from Waco, Texas. And oh. that is where not only the Branch Davidians made it, put it on the map. Uh-huh. But more importantly, in some ways, um, Chip and Joanna Gaines oh. put it on the map. Magnolia is there. Girl. It's a whole town just shiplap. You guys. Yep. <laughs> I have been there. I have seen it. I am here to tell the tale. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. Well, let's. Oh, shit. I know. Sorry. Just threw you, no. threw you for a loop on that no, one. No, because there's so many different stories to tell. Okay. Okay, let's let's tease that one for yeah. next hour. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. And yeah. we'll hear all I'll about tell Magnolia. You all about Magnolia. I'll tell you all about uh, everything you didn't even know you needed to know about Waco, Texas. Oh yeah, and if with you a, bought anything there with a tip. Oh yeah, I got all kinds of stuff. Ooh. I got stories for days. I've always wanted to go to Austin. It just seems like a fun, it's like, a music fun city. town. It gives you Minnesota vibes. Like it, you, you'll feel familiar there, just in the feeling of like everybody says hi to you when you're out on a walk. Like in a residential area, you pass people. They smile and look at you and say hi. It's like very friendly. Yeah. Um, it's very hip. It's very all of the architecture is really cool. Even the ugly stuff is cute. <laughs> you know, it's just right. it's a neat place. Did you do it like an Airbnb or were you in a yeah, hotel? Yeah, we Airbnb'd it. We stayed oh, in that's a why house. you were like in a residential gotcha. Yes. And we stayed in a house that was made out of shipping containers. Whoa. Whoa. It was so cool, you guys. How about the home and garden show? Yeah, it didn't have steps. It had a huge ramp that went up one way. To get you up to the second floor. It was so cool. It was a fun time. And there's a lot of these shipping container homes in Austin. So they're like early adopters to that. They're popping up everywhere. They are. Yeah. So Austin, Texas, uh, 10 out of 10, no notes. Sounds good, except minus that flight. Minus man. that oh. flight. Yeah, Oof. be careful. I don't think I'm so it's. so glad you're here. It wasn't. Thank you. It wasn't a flight. Like a, That's not normal. No. Because, you know, sometimes you're like, well, you know, when you, when you fly. 
X Y Z. Oh yeah, you go you go, you go over mountains. Uh, yeah. No, you're this descending is, into Las Vegas and it's hot and it's bumpy and right. you're just gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, right. this isn't. I don't think this is a normal occasion for a Texas to Minnesota flight. Okay. So yeah. So but I so I'd go back. And, but I was last night. I was like, put this bird down in a cornfield in Iowa. I will make, I will walk home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was done. I was like, get me off this bird. It was not cool. It's time to go. Oh, I need out. I always thought it'd be great on an airplane if they just give everyone a parachute. Mm. I don't know what it is. But I've always I, said that. I don't feel safe. Right. I need something that takes well, me safely. Well, they give you the floaty earth. device underneath your right. seat. Right, so they're, they know all about the water piece, but I'm in the air. Yeah, what if we're over <laughs> cornfields and stuff, yes. you know? Just move your arms really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Wear a cape. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I could do this. It'll do. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be some synergy with Acme brands soon. Someday. I think that's a good plan. There's some maybe like false. Um, uh, yeah. Just trust in that. Knowing that at yeah. least you have that. I don't know. I, yeah. Just need to feel just good like in moments like bag. that. You know, a just in case. Bag. Bye. Bye. It's time to go. <laughs> out. All right. Yes. And we will be back to that pasta dump explained <laughs> next. Amazing deal. That you have to take advantage of. And I keep checking on appointments. They are booking up. So you need to call today. If you have never been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, if you are a new client, you need to call today because new clients that mention me get $100 off a service of $250 or more. That's a lot of stuff that you can get a huge discount on. So if you're getting ready for a, a class reunion, some family photos, Something at work that you want to look your best, get a hydrofacial, get a little bit of filler, get a little bit of Botox, little dabble do you, you know, that's what I say. And you are going to have significant savings that you wouldn't have normally. This is the time. Call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic in Edina. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net for more. Hold on for one more day. And that was an adult contemporary music break. was just screaming that well see you're here colleen so i was i was i was, that. I was definitely like tamed down alexis because like, normally woo. i don't want to scare you away although i probably have over the years anyway never, <laughs> never ever i love being here thank you for inviting me yes everyone hey welcome back jason and alexis in the morning my talk 1071 alexis holly colleen with us this morning Yo. Jason is off. He will be back tomorrow with some adventures from Chicagoland. Mm. So it should be a lot of fun. One of my favorite cities. Oh, it's so fun. I know. I was so happy when my sister went to college here because oh, I had an excuse. A good that you need place one. to visit. Right. No, but it gives right. you right. a place one, to stay. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to Chicago again. I got to see my, I got to see, I got to see my oh. sister. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, oh, that's what, this is like the gift for me of having a child who's starting to look at colleges. Oh, yes. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, what? I know. Hold on a second. I know. Let us I know. process. Everybody the take pass- it in. <laughs> the passing of time. Take it in. He's only a sophomore, but we're getting there. Like we're working on it. We're talking about it. It's a conversation. And there's, yeah. and mama's always like, you know, what's awesome is warm places. <laughs> right. They're Hawaii? great. Your mother would be up in your grill. All winter long. Doesn't that sound good? I gotta visit. <laughs> I'll see you later, son. He's like, I don't know, mom. <laughs> well, you can also with the baseball. Yeah, you can lean into that. Yeah, right? I know. I'm like, you're yeah. round, brother. I mean, they probably play out in indoors and stuff, right? They do but, train indoors. Okay, here, but 
when you're in a place where you can be outdoors all year, I imagine, exactly. I don't know, because I've never been to one of those places. <laughs> what is that? What that's- is that? Um, they There are places, that's why we travel so far to play baseball, yeah. is because in order to play really, really competitive high-level baseball, you have to go to places where they play all year round. Exactly. Yeah. That's one of the, yeah, the, mm-hmm. add that to the list yeah, of I know, I'm like, there why? Are, I don't know if you know this, but there are places where it doesn't snow. Yeah. <laughs> What if he's like Florida, Ma? Oh, I'm, Florida. I'll be like, listen, <laughs> you can go there as long as you don't talk to any of the people because I used to do a segment called Crazy Stupid Idiots. <laughs> right. And almost, well, were all the stories from Florida? Most of them were. <laughs> a nice, like a nice 70%, yeah, I would say. Easy. Yeah. Now, people, the people of Florida, I know, like anywhere, there are good eggs yeah. in the middle of it. But, you know, I always focused on the weird eggs. So there you go. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Puerto Rico, maybe that's another. Uh, that would be oh, another great place. I and baseball's huge sell it. there. Yes. Oh yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Oh man, but good times. Yes, good and, times. And going to Chicago too. Yes. I just remember going to drive my sister. We'd stop at Jimmy John's, buy five slim ones, which is just ham and cheese. Yes. <laughs> and we'd eat those Jimmy Johns the whole way down. I love it. Your roadie sandwiches. Oh I yeah. Oh yeah, if you get this if you get the slims because there's no veggies or oh. anything, so it doesn't get soggy or anything. I also love that the slims don't have veggies. <laughs> I'm working through that in my head. <laughs> but nothing gets you through a car trip like some carbs. Oh my right? gosh, that's right. The pasta dump story that Holly told us about last week, we have an update. So clean just to get you up to date. In central Jersey, in the woods of this town, there were hundreds of pounds of pasta, cooked pasta. Okay, that's my question. So just like exposed to the elements, like just spaghetti, cooked, yep. just sitting there. Big mounds Not of it. like in any kind of packaging, not like it fell off of a truck. Nope. Like somebody was maybe feeding the cross-country team of the local high school and then dumped it in the weird... Ding, ding, ding! Is and that it what was it was? Unexplained. Yeah, and it was cooked... So there was spaghetti, there was elbow macaroni, um, there was some ziti. So like whole, somebody closed down a noodles and company and just right. rolled it out to the woods. They're like, I can't, I can't deal with this. So they yeah. just dumped it, which is illegal. And the city had to pay to get it removed because I guess maybe the animals weren't interested. Because sometimes which, you know, I would like to have a conversation with the animals. If somebody's putting pasta in front of me, I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm in. Yeah, but it loaded. Oh, but it just did not look appetizing. It was not al dente. It was soggy. And I'm telling you, the woodland creatures have some kind of sophisticated palate. Oh, yeah. They want veggies and meat Mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, like with your pumpkins and stuff, you throw that, you know, after the jack-o'-lantern, all that stuff. You throw it out there. They're like, ooh, goody. Yeah, they like that. Yummy. This is great. But yeah. So there, I guess, oh, there was alphabet noodles too. Oh. We're learning more about the actual like pasta. That is a variety of noodles. Sure okay. is. And um, so now they figured out kind of what happened. I'm still kind of like, wait, oh, sorry. I have not seen a picture. Now I am looking at a picture. That is a mountain. Oh, right. 500 pounds of it. That's Colleen. not a joke. That's a lot of the Pischetti. So now we know about the mystery dumper. Yeah. What happened? He's a military veteran. And he was getting rid of his mom's stockpile of food after she died. Um, that actually yielded more questions. Thank you. I'm like, that doesn't, does that explain much? <laughs> so he was moving out of his mom's house after her death, 
found the stockpile of old food that she kept in her home. That's probably another reason why the animals were like, nah, yeah, I'm good. That's old stuff. I'll go eat that bark over there instead of this. And then um, I guess, yeah, they says, I mean, I really felt like he was just trying to clear out his parents' home. They were probably stockpiling up because of COVID. And uh, this is one of the neighbors. And so... He also I mean, said, does, does your grandparents, did they have a, a cupboard full of, like, extra food just to be safe? Were I, they stockpiling stuff? I Here's my question about this. I guess that's not a grandma or grandpa thing. That's just a just like a, individual yeah. choice. But here's my question. Yeah. Like, did it occur to him that that could be donated somewhere or that there would be a way to use it that didn't involve wasting it because even if it was expired that's a lot of craft necklaces yes and i mean c-r-a-f-t not k-r-a-f-t let us clarify right (laughs) that is so true you're right donated to a kindergarten class yeah and also like what kind of pasta was this that he cooked it up before he dumped it well the theory is is that the pasta became moist Uh, and eventually became soggy because it was by a stream so the water also, why there? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, typically, when you're getting rid of your people's stuff after they've, you know, passed on to the church eternal, you get a dumpster or right. something, right? Or you illegally dump it somewhere in someone else's dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. come on, dude. We all know the ways. Yes. Like, why are you doing it in the woods? Next to a beautiful brook. It's yes. not the place to put your pasta. Unless he was thinking, like I thought initially, feeding the animals. Yeah, or, you know it's organic or seemingly feels that, that does way. Not look organic. I mean, yeah. but I don't, I don't think the thought process was that benevolent, no. Alexis. I don't no. think he was thinking about the woodland creatures no. and their carboloads. Okay, well, it does feel like that is a lot of work to take a wheelbarrow. Yes. Into the Trek woods. Them into the woods, dump it, and then do it four more times. Yeah, I don't understand. Again, like I said, this solution, this answer <laughs> has only yielded more questions on my behalf. Yeah, agreed. Well, hopefully, maybe there'll be more or maybe a mini series about it. How long ago did he dump this? Um, was it Thursday or Friday? Wednesday or Thursday well, it was the, last it, week? Yeah, it, it. a woman running for city council discovered the pasta she posted the photos on facebook (laughs) the story went viral late last week wow okay so it's not like it's been there for a long time Uh -uh. no long enough yeah i mean yes long enough but i didn't mean like i meant like it wasn't there for years oh no No, just like a while can you imagine if it still looked like that over years well it would that's the thing about it it's like i don't know does pasta break down i mean i guess i feel like it doesn't (sighs) Right? Like, I feel like it just sort of gets limp and stays there forever. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would guess that it does, but... Yeah. But I've never experimented with that. Especially I like that if I put it in my compost, it composts. Yeah, it would compost up and break I down. Don't know. But yeah, next to a creek and all the Ugh. things. Oh, man. Wow. Well, if you haven't seen that picture, if you just want something fun to talk about the water cooler today, now you there know. you go. There'll be more questions than answers, but yeah, now you know exactly. So weird. Oh, when we come back, Colleen, I saw this on your Instagram and I thought, we're talking about this. You went to Willie Nelson's birthday party. Private invite.
No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I bought tickets, but yes. <laughs> no, it's a private invite. Yeah, totally. We'll just keep it at that. Totally. Yep. Uh-huh. I want to know what, uh, well, who was there? You saw Snoop Dogg. Oh, star Could you see through the smoke? I mean, what was it like atmospherically? I've got all uh, the On contact? Were you feeling okay? Or were you just, uh, well, we want to keep that part. But we got, <laughs> hey, we're going to get to it all next. Oh, you got those pests in your house, full frontal, back frontal, all frontal. They don't care. They do not care. They are just happy to be in a nice, safe, warm environment, and that is your home. You know what's great about working with Plunkett's Pest Control is that they keep pests in their place, not yours. And they do it in a wonderful way by coming every few months just to make sure, keep in front of all of the pests. Now, of course, you can do a program like I do. They come every three months and on call if there's anything else. Or you can just do a one-time only. You got some pests, you got some wasps or bees, maybe. They can help relocate. Uh, They just do a great job. They make sure you know what's happening that you feel educated about the pests that were there and what's going to happen. Patrick's our technician. We literally get the report as he's leaving the driveway. It's that great. So Plunkett's Pest Control, Plunkett's.net, or go to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword pest. Keep pests in their place, not yours. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson's uh, birthday. Sorry, I turned my headset down. And I was like, wait a second. Is this on? Is this thing on? It sure is, everybody. Hey, it's Monday morning. Sure feels like it. (laughs) Um, We're having a good time with Colleen Lindstrom this morning. Jason is off. He will be back tomorrow. Colleen, you've had quite some adventures uh, recently, uh, not only going to Austin and just getting back last night, um, but also going to Willie Nelson's birthday party. Oh, you guys. How, what, where, what? What? I know. Okay, so here's how this went. And you'll all understand how this this all played out. I got a text from my husband uh, months ago. Okay. We were not in the same room together, obviously. That's actually not obvious. We do text each other in the same room sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, I was somewhere else and he texted me and he said, he texted me this lineup, which he does all the time. My husband loves live music and I love that he loves live music. And I know that I am his plus one first right of refusal all the time. And I do refuse it from time to time because I can't do it all, but he loves it. So he texts me this lineup and he goes, Tom Jones. And I go, what? Because you guys, everybody oh. knows, that's my way into sex anything. Bomb, yes. Sex bomb. Yes. I was a sex bomb. I will follow that sex bomb. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, he he performed? Girl. Okay. So why isn't he getting more love? All I know girl. is about Snoop and you know, some of the other people. I know. So he so my husband says me this and he goes, Tom Jones is gonna and I and he goes, Do you wanna go? And it's in LA at the Hollywood Bowl, the iconic Hollywood Bowl. Yes. And I don't like to travel uh, without our kids. It's like a thing of mine. And I don't think I'm unique. Like, I think a lot of parents feel that way. Like, I'll go solo or he can go solo. But, like, if the two of us are together, I am going to be a basket case most of the time. Oh, yeah. So I say reluctantly two things. One, Tom Jones is getting up there. And so we are in a territory with him that we were with. uh, We've been with other artists where it's like, Willie, you never exactly Willie Nelson. Like you never know when it's going to be your last time with them. And you need to carpe diem. Yeah. Tom Jones is 82. Thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Willie's 90. I mean, this is like so like you're realizing like, okay, there's going to be people here. You guys, Chris Christopherson was there. Oh, my God. It was 
Where has he been hiding? Cried. He it was a what? it was a little bit of like a Tony Bennett Lady Gaga situation where like he had to be like really like Nora Jones sang with him and it, oh. she was taking good care of him the whole time. But he was it was just and you had that feeling of like I just saw this person live for the last time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So okay, so so my husband wow. hooked me in with Tom Jones because he's in that era of like gotta see him. You never mm-hmm. know when you're gonna see him again. So I said, if you get tickets, and it was a challenge, because I was like, if you get tickets, then we can go. But, but secretly, in my heart of heart of hearts, I was like, he's not going to get tickets. This is never going to happen. This is not going to happen. But my husband is wily, and he is smart. And so he went through the back door and did the stay and play package through the hotel versus buying the tickets from the Hollywood Bowl like all the rest of the people were doing. Because he was oh. like, well, we're going to need to stay there anyway. We're going to need somewhere to stay. So I'll just do it this way. So that's how we got tickets. So there I am. Now I'm hoodwinked. I got to go. Yeah, and you guys had good t- tickets, too. We did. Oh, man, yeah. We did. Whoa. And I'm going to tell you what my view was. And the only way I can explain it is it was like Mount Vesuvius. You would be watching somebody perform, and it would be like little puffs of smoke just coming because Willie Nelson. Oh, like, like a new pope was arriving? Exactly. That's what it really <laughs> It was like totally. Holly, exactly. Like I would be, it would be just like, it would just like puff up from like one little area and it looked like a, an effect, right? And then it would happen like another area and it was just, it was just a very organic smelling experience. It was in the Hollywood Bowl. It was oh, just, wow. it was a, a bowl. It yeah. was a bowl. <laughs> It, it, the Hollywood Bowl really became a different kind of bowl. I bet. How were it you feeling? Was, were you um, like feeling okay? Listen, you don't know great? if you're was high because the around? music is so good, or if you're high because you're high. But it was so. <laughs> I'm high so, on life. It was so good, you guys. I really can't. I don't have words to explain it. So it was two nights. You go both nights. Your ticket is for both nights. You sit in the same spot by the same people, so you became friends with them. Oh, it's like three. I didn't it, was, it was two nights. Oh yeah, it was three hours of music. Oh, uh, Willie came out for the last forty-five minutes of both. It was star-studded. Uh, Helen Mirren was there. Uh, she was announcing, like doing emceeing. Uh, Jennifer Garner, uh, Ethan Hawke, Owen Wilson. Um, and then all of the star-studded performers who were there, yeah. you had ever, I mean, everybody. I mean, there were people like uh, Nathaniel Rateliff, who I love, uh, that, you know, people might know. Chris Stapleton was there. Wow. Um, um, what was, what's the woman she was, oh my gosh, why Please. am I Fine. married to Blake Shelton? Miranda Lambert oh. was there oh. singing. Um, uh, Emmy Lou Harris. Uh, it was, wow. it was unbelievable. Chris Christopherson, like I said, I mean, and they would come out, Tom Jones, they would come out and they would do like one or two songs. Often it was, oh, uh, uh, Steven, the Nash and Crosby still not, but not Crosby because he's gone. Uh, oh. Young, Young, Neil Young. Yes. Was there, I mean, yes. it was like, it was unbelievable. So they'd come out and they would do like one or two songs and then they would go and it would either be like a Willie song or sometimes they would do their own music. I was wondering if it was their own or like a... Often it was Willie's okay. music. Because oh, remember... Willie Nelson started off as a songwriter. Yes. So he has a lot to choose from. Oh, Uh you guys. And you might think, like, I might say to you, like, yeah, Willie Nelson music. And you might go, ah, yeah, like, I know On the Road Again. And maybe, like, a couple other. You know more than you think you do. He's one of those. I mean, he's just sort of been there. Yeah. He's so influential in music. 
I, I was I was going to say country music, but not even just music. And so sure enough, at the end, he comes out on stage. He is like kicking and stretching and kicking. Oh, my gosh. Snoop Dogg rolls out. <laughs> and he and you're like, I, of course, they sing Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die together. Oh. And it is... I was like, I just want, I just want to be here for the rest of my life. Snoop Dogg is like the Snoopest ever. I mean, oh. he's just, to- and they're buddies. And he oh, yeah. is, he has, he is roll, he's rolling something up and smoking it before Willie dies. I mean, he was going to oh. town on the stage. It was, and Willie, bless his heart, oh. he's like sort of like. You know, he's like, oh, great, Snoop's here. I guess we're going to sing this song together. And then every once in a while, he'd like forget that they were singing. And, <laughs> w- you know, Willie would be, or and uh, Snoop would be like, I guess I'll take over. I mean, it was just like, so fun. <laughs> they were just two friends hanging out. They were. And you did get that feeling, too, where you were like, I am just eavesdropping on. It was a like once-in-a-lifetime chance. Totally. Yeah. Or like, this is like what they do when they... They kept on saying, like, the party backstage is better than the party out here. And I could only imagine. I mean, oh, imagine I what, what the tents were like back there. I mean, it again, it was green. It was a green-out event. And everybody was back there just partying. The other thing that was really cool is, oh, Cheryl Crow was sitting two rows behind me just watching the concert because she was in it. So she was hanging back there for a hot second and a half. Oh my and then gosh. she just like disappeared to the stage and came out in like a gown and then changed and came back and sat back down. It was weird. Um, Owen Wilson what? would just like walk through the crowd. I ran my body physically ran into Ethan Hawke <gasps> when I was leaving the bathroom. You guys know because we're in radio, we can go to the bathroom very quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're in and you're out and then you're like stomping back as fast as possible because you don't want to miss anything. No. So I had my radio. I had my radio speed walk on. And I was doing the thing that you do where you're not paying attention to what's going on around you. I turned the corner and he had just come out from doing this MC thing in the middle of the crowd. And my body ran into his body. <gasps> front to front? Front to front. Oh, my it word. Was, and Did I you was say like, anything? I or? didn't realize what had happened to me until it was too late. Like, he, like, grabbed me and was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm great. Thanks. And then he was gone. And I was like, ah, that, that was, was Ethan Hawke. It was crazy. Oh, my word. It was crazy. And you're watching these artists up on the stage, and Helen Mirren is just jamming out on the side in the wings. You just, it's, what is going on? Oh, my gosh. It probably felt so celebrated. Yes. It was cool. It was was a once in a lifetime experience. Sounds like it. I do think that there's going to be some sort of filmish event of it at some point. So keep an eye out for that. Okay. Um, Because it really was. Remarkable to see all of these artists together to celebrate, you know, this man, 90 years old. He's still going on tour, you guys. He is. I know. Was there one that just, like, one performance or someone that just blew you away? Oh, yeah, but it was Willie. I mean, it was Willie. (laughs) And then they all are out there, and you're just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Well, if you want to see the pictures, Colleen Lindstrom. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all things coronation next. Who was there? What happened? How did people sound? Uh, sausage fingers explained too. It's all next. <laughs>